Welcome to Heart to Heart with Anna, featuring your host, Anna Jaworski. Our program is a program designed to empower the CHD or congenital heart defect community. Our program may also help families who have children who are chronically ill by bringing information and encouragement to you in order to become an advocate for your community. Now, here is Anna Jaworski. Hey there, and welcome to Heart to Heart with Anna. And no, this isn't Anna, but don't be alarmed. My name is Chris Perez, and I'm sitting in today while Anna is enjoying the much-welcome and much-needed vacation time. And so while you're wondering just who in the world I am, let me share a little bit about myself. I live in North Carolina with my wife and three boys, including a 5-year-old and 2-year-old twins, one of which was born with hypoplastic deaf heart syndrome in 2012. For almost two years, I've written a blog called Half Heart, Whole Life, a blog for heart dads. And you can check that out whenever you like at hlhsdad.com. There's lots of silly stuff on there, including funny pictures and lots and lots of memes if you kind of like that thing. I promise you'll love it. And hey, moms, don't feel left out. It's okay if you visit too. Anyway, my blog has opened the door to so many wonderful interactions with heart parents across the country and, and even across the world. And I was really excited when Anna asked me to stand in for her while she was on vacation. And I just hope everyone is ready for a really good time today. So today's episode is titled, This is Not the Trip I Planned For. And I'd like to spend our time today talking about this journey that we take as parents of kids with congenital heart defects. Now, some of you may be hearing this episode and you've just received a very crushing diagnosis for your newly born or yet-to-be-born child. On the other hand, some of you may have been heart parents for a while, and you're just here to try to learn something new. And wherever you are on this journey, I hope that you find something meaningful today. The material on today's episode is is something that I've really worked hard to put together, and it's definitely helped to keep me grounded when it feels like things are slipping out from under me. So have you ever read the essay, Welcome to Holland? It was written by Emily Kingsley back in 1987 as a way to describe her journey as a parent of a special needs child. And it really goes to uh, describe a vacation that doesn't necessarily go as planned. There are a lot of people out there who don't so much like this essay. I don't mind it. I just feel like it needs a little more oomph. And, you know, now that it's 2015 and everything we see kind of in the movies seems to be a remake, I feel like it's time for a bit of an update or a remake to this essay. Or, you know, if you like music, a remix, if you will. So let's dive in. Imagine you're preparing for the trip of a lifetime to Hawaii. What are some of the things that you do to prepare? Let's say you buy some stuff to swim in, of course, and, of course, maybe you pack some sunscreen and flip-flops and shorts and a, a nice hat. Maybe you take some surfing lessons. And if you're anything like me, you really take some time to scope out some restaurants and especially some really good coffee shops because, you know, I'm an addict and I can't help it. Well, the day finally arrives and you're excited for your trip. You have everything ready and you're getting onto the plane and you're in your shorts and your flip-flops and your loud flowery shirt. And it's a really long flight. So after a couple rounds of Fruit Ninja on your phone, you start to doze off. And before you know it, you're fast asleep. Eventually the plane lands and maybe it jars you awake and you get all your stuff together, ready to hit the sand and the sun. And you get off the plane and you're greeted with, welcome to Finland. And you're like, Finland? 
what in the world? This is this is not where you're meant to be. And you look out the windows and, and you step outside and cold and people don't speak your language. But <laughs> worst of all, this is not what you packed for. Your flip-flops aren't going to keep your feet warm. And those shorts, maybe if you wore them all at the same time, they might help to keep you a little warm. And to add to it, when you try to go back home, they tell you, nope, you can't go back. And this is what it's like for those of us who are parents of a child with a congenital heart defect. And if those of you who are out listening, I'm sure this feeling really hits home. Like you're in a foreign place and you're totally unprepared. So now what? So on today's episode, I wanted to share a few tips and a few pointers that I have learned in my journey that helps me acclimate to this Finland that I'm in now when I was really expecting Hawaii. You know, when we found out we were having twins, uh, I went through all the different thoughts in my mind of, oh, my goodness, we have to buy two of everything, and uh, how are we going to fit all these car seats in the car? And that was the important thing to me. And then when we found out one of our twins was going to be born with a very severe congenital heart defect, everything changed. And suddenly now I was in a world where where all the car seats were going to fit didn't matter. And buying two of everything didn't matter so much. It was like being in a new world. So now what? The first thing I wanted to share, the first tip was learn the lay of the land, this strange place that you're in. What's out there? One thing to work on is getting your bearings before plowing ahead. Do a little bit of research on your child's CHD. Reach out to some support groups and get some questions answered. Find a good group on social media, such as Facebook, to join, and know what's ahead. The other thing is that you're going to keep coming back to this step because you'll always be adjusting due to all sorts of different things that happen. Your child's going to age. There'll be different surgeries that might happen. There'll be weight gain. There might be minor complications. Things change. So you'll always have to adjust your map. Now, sometimes last, sometime last year, I created something called Nolan's Care Map. And that's something that helped me make a visual representation of all the care associated with my son. And what it looked like was I started with him and our family kind of in the middle of this web, if you will. And all of his different levels of care branched outward. And these were things like cardiology and physical therapy and financial support, outreach, and even things out in the future like education made its way on there. And you know what? It was really amazing to see how big this map became. And I'll tell you what, over the year that I, I've been able to use this map, I've had to go back to that map, and I've had to remove some things, which is great. And I've had to add some things, uh, some different challenges that, that we've seen as Nolan has gotten over, has gotten older, excuse me. And the map will always change. But it's really important to get the lay of the land that you're in and to realize that get a map, make a map, and that map. And moving forward, the next thing you're going to have to do is learn the local language. You know, when I began to put this together, I did a lot of research on what it was like to move to another country. And one of the most important things, obviously, and if you're going to live into a country where your language isn't their language, well, you better start learning that language. And all of us that are listening can remember the day where we had our own language lessons, things like hypoplastic. I don't think I'd ever used so many syllables in one word before. And who's this Norwood guy anyway, right? All these things were just new and confusing, 
Uh, how, but now these things are an everyday part of my vocabulary. Now, am I a medical expert? No way. Man, you don't want that anyway. Uh, but am I becoming more familiar and more comfortable with the language? Absolutely. I mean, come on. How many of you guys threw around terms like tetralogy of Fallot before this journey? I bet you didn't even know it existed. But don't be worried if you don't know as much as other people seem to know. You know, no matter what those Rosetta Stone commercials tell you, learning a new language takes a lot of time and practice. So get studying. Get working. Practice. And if you don't know something, ask. And the next thing you need to do is immerse yourself in the local culture. You know, the reality is you can't move to another country and just become a hermit. I mean, I guess you can, but that would be kind of a waste of travel and of your good time. Yes, there's things like germs and the big bad flu bug, uh, but you don't have to stay locked up in your house all year long. Eventually, you need to get out. You need to meet people. For the love of God, you need to get yourself some help, right? Research says that when you move to a new country, you need to shop where the locals shop and eat where the locals eat. And this is true for heart parents. You know, get out there. And meet other heart parents. Build a good support system. You know, look into things like uh, Mended Little Hearts or the Pediatric Congenital Heart Association or other local groups to you. You're going to find out that people in these groups, that they're going through the same things that you are, and they've been in the same place. And to make it even better, they really want to help you. And once you get that support, you can start to give that same support back to others who have just gotten off the plane in Finland and who have that same crazy, bewildered look that you had back when you got off the plane. And, you know, you can take them by the hand. You can look them in the eye and say, welcome. And you could let them know that Finland is actually a pretty awesome place and that you're there to help. Now, let's use this time for a commercial break, but don't leave yet. Coming up, we're going to continue talking about our new life in Finland and how we can settle in successfully. Anna Jaworski has written several books to empower the congenital heart defect or CHD community. These books can be found at Amazon.com or at her website www.babyheartspress.com. Her bestseller is The Heart of a Mother, an anthology of stories written by women for women in the CHD community. Anna's other books, My Brother Needs an Operation, The Heart of a Father, and Hypoplastic Left Heart Syndrome, a handbook for parents, will help you understand that you are not alone. Visit babyheartspress.com to find out more. Hi, and welcome back to our show, Heart to Heart with Anna, a show for the congenital heart defect community. My name is Chris Perez, and I'm filling in for Anna. Today's episode, this is not the trip I packed for, is a look at how we can succeed in our journey as heart parents. So we began our episode by looking at how things started on this journey that we're on. So here you are. You packed for Hawaii, but you got Finland. You know, those surfing lessons did you a lot of good, right? Can't surf here, and there's no grass skirts here either. But rather than throw a tantrum, or maybe you already have, uh, you've begun to, get the, begun to get a lay of the land, and you started learning the local language, and you set off to immerse yourself in the local culture. So what's next? So let's move along and continue digging in. The next thing you're going to want to do, and, and I, this is something that is really important for heart parents, is to give yourself permission to be homesick. And so at this point in your journey, you're, you're moving along, you're chugging along, you're getting used to this new place, 
And you start to realize that, you know, while this is not Hawaii, Finland isn't such a bad place to be. The people are nice, the schools are great, and you're starting to like the food. And if you look hard enough, you'll find a good coffee shop or two. You're growing accustomed to being in this new place. But then, and this happens to all of us, you get a little homesick. It just seems like the train that you're on has hit the brakes and refuses to budge, and you're one step away from a total meltdown. And come on, guys, I know you're going to nod your head as you hear this. You're frustrated. You're tired. You're confused. You're scared. It's one step forward, three steps back. But you know what? This happens to all of us. And you know what? It's okay. It's okay to have those moments where you just scream out, I didn't ask for this, or this isn't fair. You're mad at the universe. But you know what? It happens to all of us. It's like a toddler inside of your head is just throwing himself all over the place. And once you meet people who are joining you on this journey, you're going to find that they've had these thoughts too. There is a mountain there in your own personal Finland. In fact, it's probably a whole chain of mountains. And mountain is not the obvious thing. It's not the congenital heart defect. That's really the country where you're living. These mountains are all the other stuff. You know, for you, your mountain might be financial or emotional or relationship-based. For others, it might be things surrounding education or feeding or weight gain. And you can't these mountains. There's no tunnel. You can't go close your eyes, you must climb them. And some are tall, some are short, some are quote-unquote easier, and some of these climbs are really long-term. Sometimes the weather is great, and sometimes you can barely hold on with your fingertips. But you must be ready to climb, and there is no skating through this journey. The good news is that while you're climbing that mountain, you're not alone you're going to come across others who are climbing that mountain too. Make friends with them so it's not such a lonely climb. Find people that are on that journey. Don't be a hermit. Don't be the person that says, I need to do this by myself, because you're just going to end up feeling even more alone than you were in the beginning. Find a friend. Find a climbing partner on your mountain. And this will lead me to my next point, which is down and help other travelers. Remember when I talked about immersing yourself in the culture? Remember when I talked about seeing others climb your same mountain? Well, those people will have helped you along the way, I promise you. And just like they kept you from losing your ever-loving mind, you need to pay that forward too. I really think it's the responsibility of all of us to try to help even one traveler who's just arrived in Finland. And remember, guys, this is not a race. It's not a contest get a trophy at the end of this. It's a marathon, and we're all on the same team. Listen, guys, people are arriving in Finland every day, over and over again, and they're scared, they're confused, they're frustrated, just like you used to be and just like I used to be. And at this stage in the journey, you're, we're not going to say things like, welcome to Finland, dude, it really stinks here, by the way. You know, we need to greet our new arrivals with empathy. We can say things like, welcome. I know what it's like. Take my hand and let's go together. It's a powerful thing when you work as a team. You know, there's a lot of truth in the old African proverb that says, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. You know, the reason I started my blog was to serve this purpose exactly. 
There have been and continue to be many people who have helped me when I arrived to Finland. And I felt like it would be a sad thing if I kept that gift to myself. My blog is a labor of love, and I really hope it's helped many people along the way. And in the same manner, this radio show that you're listening to right now is a labor of love as well. You know, it really makes me think of an awesome story I read about redwood trees. You know, they're so majestic and powerful, and you think nothing can knock them down. But the truth is, if you take some time and you look underground at their root system, you'll find that their root system is actually really shallow. Roots don't go straight down to the ground. Rather, they stretch outward, and they intertwine with the roots of the other redwood trees. They share their nutrients and support, and they keep each other from falling down when the harsh weather comes. Now, isn't that amazing? It just blew my mind when I heard this story. So let's band together. Let's reach out and grab one another's hands. Let's be like a redwood forest. You can do this together. And now it's time for a commercial break, but don't leave yet. Coming up, we're going to continue our talk about surviving this move to Finland and what you can do to care for yourself when we return to Heart to Heart with Anna. Anna Jaworski has spoken around the world at congenital heart defect events, and she is available as a keynote or guest speaker for your event. Go to hearttoheartwithanna.com to learn more about booking Anna for your event. You can also find out more about the radio program. Keep up to date with CHD resources and information about advocacy groups, as well as read Anna's weekly blog. Anna wants you to stay well-connected and participate in the CHD community. Visit hearttoheartwithanna.com today. Hi, and welcome back to our show, Heart to Heart with Anna, a show for the congenital heart defect community. My name is Chris Perez, and I'm filling in for Anna. Today's episode... This is not the trip I packed for. Is look at how we can succeed in our journey as heart parents. So here you are. You're in Finland, and you're starting to get better and better at this new life. Yes, there's mountains to climb, but you're meeting people along the way. And you're finding out that maybe this isn't as bad as you originally thought. Heck, you're even taking time to help others who are in the same place as you were. Now, before you get too confident and start to stumble and go rolling down the mountain, let's find out the three remaining tips I have for making your new home a great home. So the first thing is slow down and take care of yourself. You know how it is, guys. You have appointments, appointments everywhere, and sleep? What in the world does sleep look like? The reality is, for our parents, we go hard at life. We're total bosses at this. We can totally kick butt at this life once we set our minds to it and have good support. But it's just like a muscle that you work out. You're eventually going to get a little bit fatigued. And sometimes that fatigue is physical, sometimes it's mental, and sometimes it's emotional. And that's why it's important to take some time to take care of yourself. After all, you can't climb your mountain if you're falling asleep at red lights. And you can't welcome someone to Finland if you can't even get your butt out of bed, right? You are allowed to take care of yourself, too. It's not a sin. It's not a crime. It doesn't make you less of a caregiver. In fact, it makes you a good person. There is so much more at stake than what's in front of you. Uh, You have to take care of yourself so you can be able to take care of your family. Ignoring your own well-being doesn't make you some kind of a hero. In fact, a real hero knows their limits. Go do something nice for yourself every now and then, whether it's treating yourself to your favorite candy or, like myself, 
taking some quiet time at night and having a nice cup of coffee and not cleaning a thing, that's a good centering moment and it's a good way to take care of yourself. Tell yourself that you're doing a really good job. You are an awesome parent. Be proud of the things you've accomplished. Maybe you get involved in a hobby. You'll find that there are moments and activities, and a lot of them can be free and cheap, that can help you center yourself and make you really happy and focused. And when you reinvest in yourself, you're going to find that you're going to have the energy to continue going forward and doing the things that you need to do for your family and for your children. And it's going to be magical. So give it a shot. I promise it's going to work. The next thing, and this is probably the most important, don't ever give up. Don't do it. You can do this. We can do this. We can do this. When you're getting worn down, think of how much better things are than yesterday or even a year ago or that night before surgery where you were just freaking out. Think about your heart warrior. Look at how good he's doing and how strong he's getting. Think about every smile, every laugh, every step that you fought for together. Grab on to those things. Focus on them. Dwell on them. Reach out for the hand of another traveler on this journey. We can help. And when that time comes and you're down, but you start to think on the good things and gain some perspective, you start to realize that you've got more in the tank than you thought. And you could keep going even stronger. So when the mountain seems too tall, just know that you're not doing it for yourself. Someone depends on you. And when you've climbed all you can climb, when you have that spirit of not giving up, when you have somebody to lean on, you're going to find that you can climb a whole lot more. So don't give up. Finally, my last tip for you guys is look back and give thanks. One day you'll get to the top of the mountain you've been climbing, and that'll be a glorious day. And when you do that, I want you to stop and rest, even if it's just for a moment. And then I want you to turn around and look. Look at how far you came. Maybe there in the distance you see where your plane landed when you arrived here in Finland. And maybe if you squint, you can see the pile of all that stuff that you brought with you for a Hawaii trip that you had to leave behind, your shorts, your funny floppy hat, your sunscreen, your books about surfing, all those things there. And then you can see where the mountain started and how far you came. Or maybe those points where you slipped up and you threw that grown-up tantrum. Or those times that you were scared or felt alone. And those times where you met great people along the way. How awesome is this journey that you're on? How awesome is this journey that we're on? And once you gain that perspective, take some time to actually celebrate. Did your kid totally rock that Fontan surgery? Throw a party. Did you work your butt off to pay off those medical bills? Well, you know, maybe you can't afford a party, so I don't know, maybe you have a cupcake and dance in your living room. You know, whatever it is, make it big, make it epic, and party like a total boss because you deserve it and your family deserves it. Lift that moment up because you know when you turn back around again, there's going to be another mountain. But don't be discouraged. This time you're armed and ready to defeat it. And when you get to the top of that, that mountain, you'll be ready to throw another party. And when you get to the next mountain, another party awaits you as well. 
So look back and always give thanks. That's going to help keep you grounded and give you perspective. So there you have it, friends. My remixed, brand new, 2015 version of Welcome to Holland. I really hope that this is not the trip I planned for has meant a lot to you. I really hope that you share this with your friends and also that sometime in the future you periodically come back to listen to this episode so that you don't forget what it's like to live in Finland. And no, I'm not knocking Finland at all. I hear it's a great country. In fact, I'd love to check it out sometime. But it's just a random one I picked that seemed like it would be the extreme opposite of Hawaii. But I do want everyone to realize that we're currently all living in Finland together. And when you think about it, Finland is awesome. Finland is beautiful. And Finland has probably given us a more meaningful experience than Hawaii ever could have, right? So let's enjoy our time here, friends. It's been a pleasure hanging out with you guys today. Please be sure to check out my blog at hlhsdad.com. Send me an email. I'd love to see your comments. I promise I'll respond. And that includes this episode of Heart to Heart with Anna. Thanks for listening today. Please come back next week on Tuesday at noon. Until then, please find and like us on Facebook. Check our website, hearttoheartwithanna.com, and our Cafe Press Boutique. Follow our radio show on Blog Talk Radio and Spreaker. And remember, my friends, you are not alone. Thank you again for joining us this week. We hope you've been inspired and empowered to become an advocate for the congenital heart defect community. Heart to Heart with Anna, with your host, Anna Jaworski, can be heard every Tuesday at 12 noon Eastern Time. We'll talk again next week.